Nerd Talk Plus. Salutations, Internet, and welcome to Nerd Talk Plus. I'm Patchkin, but you can call me Patch. And I'm Conniving Turnip, but you can call me Tommy. And we're going to talk about video games and stuff. <laughs> um, first off, we're going to start with some Pokemon updates. Uh, there were not really, like, updates to Pokemon, let the Pokemon Let's Go games, but, like, they sent... They released a new video for it, and it showed, like, different um, Pokemon that can follow the trainer around or that the trainer can ride on. And I think the one that I found the most intriguing with that coming out was a Dragonite, because he just kind of flies over everything. Mm -hmm. And I find that very intriguing because it's like... Like, is he going to fly over all the wild Pokemon then, too? Like, can you just effectively avoid everything in the route by flying around on your Dragonite? Mm-hmm. But also, it's Dragonite, so unless they add some kind of, like, special way to get him, it's going to take a long time. Yeah. Because, like, you don't get Dratini until late game, and then it doesn't evolve until super high levels. So, like... Yeah, or you have, like, a chance to get it at the Safari, but... Yeah, maybe. I don't think there's been any news about the safari yet that's been released so who knows if we will actually get the pokemon safari in the let's go games i feel like it would be weird if they took it out just because that's the only way to get some pokemon in that game Mm -hmm. and also it would in the original gen one it was like yeah there were a few like tauros chansey um also it has the same concept of catching as the way it's kind of presented in Pokemon Go mm-hmm. where it's like you can throw pokeballs or like throw a treat or like in the games for some reason you could throw dirt at Pokemon and they have a chance of running away no matter what you do mm-hmm. so who knows yeah uh, I feel like it would work well yeah with just because the catching style in those is going to be a lot like Pokemon Go so like I feel like if they took it out that'd be really weird because that was like the one time in the original games that it was like that kind of mechanic yeah so i don't know i don't know either uh there was more news on meltan that came out it was not really news but another video that they had where it was like this person like writing in their journal about meltan and it had a bunch of them all around like this person's house and it's it looks like a very cute Pokemon, so I'm ready for Meltan. Mm-hmm. I've also seen, like, different theories on it. Like, some people have said that um, Meltan could be, like, an evolution of Ditto, the same way that, like, uh, what is it, like, Diancie? Yeah, Diancie. Yeah, Diancie is of an evolution of Carbink. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, not really, like, it's its own separate Pokemon, but it still has a relationship to Carbink. Yeah, not, like, an evolution, but, like, that's, like, related to it, kind of. Yeah. It's, it's weird, because, like, Carbink doesn't evolve into Diancie, but, like, it's canon that they are related, and that, like, Diancie is essentially a Carbink that... Extreme Carbink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carbink Extreme, yeah, basically. Um... So yeah, because also people have said how, like, back at those, um, what was it, those leaks for the the older Pokemon games that came out of, like, Pokemon that were scrapped, 
Because oh, there, yeah. Yeah, because there was an evolution of Ditto. Mm-hmm. And, so, like, some people have pointed out that it would have evolved using, like, um, oh, what is it? That, like, same steel item that metal you... Coat. you Yeah, metal coat. And so people have pointed out that, like, oh, that would make sense with a Ditto turning into Meltan after coming in contact with a metal coat under yeah. certain circumstances. Because mm-hmm. also thinking about it, Ditto would... Ditto is a Pokemon that would have very unstable DNA. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of people tend to also subscribe to that idea that Ditto are filled clones clones of of Mew. Mew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it would have that unstable DNA that if it were to come in contact with something, it could create something really weird or different. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, it's shown that that item has, like, a very profound effect on certain Pokemon, i.e., Onyx evolving into Steelix with it, and Scyther evolving into Scizor with it. Yeah. And maybe one or two others that I'm not thinking of right now. But, like, so it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't to me, really be that far-fetched that if Ditto just, like, came into contact with it or was, like, traded holding it or something, that it would become a Meltan. Like, it would, it would fit right along with the way the item already works in the game. So, like... Yeah. But, the on- like, the only thing with that in-game... Because, uh, I guess, it'll have its own weird thing, too. Because, like, since Meltan is this sort of... It's also a really old, like, mythical Pokemon in Pokemon canon. And as far as we know, the only way we'll be able to get it in the Let's Go games would be through catching it in Pokemon Go first and then mm-hmm. sending it over. So, hmm... I just had that maybe it could be of something like Ditto coming in contact with so much technology in our world that it like changes it. <laughs> maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's a, it's don't a know. plot it's twist. It's uh, it's a message about how we're destroying our planet by littering, it's, and it's Ditto is literally just allegory. eating. Yeah, Ditto is eating all of our technological trash yeah. <laughs> and turning into Meltan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just Pokemon getting philosophical here and like. Just making an entire allegory of how we're destroying the planet and we need to stop. Like, I don't think it would be the first time, really. No. Because, I mean, there's, like... I mean, Grimer. <laughs> yeah. And there's, like, alchemy-type stuff involving, um, like, uh, Solgaleo. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Also, like, Garbodor is also a yeah. Pokemon. Just actual sentient trash. Yeah, literal, yeah. Liter- a literal bag of trash that grew arms and then took a gas nozzle as for an arm and like yeah. or grew legs or whatever and took a gas nozzle as an arm and is now an actually pretty good tanky Pokemon actually yeah. for what Trub- it is. Trubbish is also kinda cute. Yeah, so in like works. a weird derpy kind of way. Yeah. Alright, and then moving on to more Pokemon, there we're finally gonna see Zeraora in the games. Yeah. Because his distribution starts October nineteenth, mm-hmm. which at the time of recording this it will be this friday yep and that's interesting i don't know how to feel about Zeraora just because i haven't seen a lot of it i've seen its mm-hmm. design and i was kind of like eh yeah because he doesn't nothing... see he doesn't seem like something that should be a mythical pokemon right it, it, it looks like he looks like to me he should have been the first like official gener- generation eight pokemon but instead they're like nope he's a mythical for gen seven like oh, okay yeah, he looks like a he very common Pokemon yeah, that doesn't. you would find. Like, he gives me, like, it kind of, to me, is almost like if a, like, shiny Luxray and a Lucario 
like fused. Oh my god, yeah, you're right. Because I'm looking at it right now, and yeah, you are right. It that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Or, like, maybe they could be pulling something on us like they did with Lucario, where everyone thought Lucario was going to be a mythical Pokemon in third oh, gen. Oh, yeah. And then it turned out he was just a regular Pokemon just in normal, fourth gen. Just, well, just, I mean, rare, because you can only get one in the game. But yeah. But still, like, I think he's... you could breed it, though. So, like, not also not that rare, because you can breed as many as you want. But yeah, because like... he's not qualified as a legendary, because Riolu can't evolve into him. And because, like, you can do stuff with, like, Manaphy, where you can breed Manaphy and get Fione, mm-hmm. but Fione does not evolve. Into Manaphy, right, yeah. Yeah. Or anything, yeah. Yeah. But, I ha- like, I have seen some theories about how Fione is just, like, a different kind of Manaphy, because it was some deep thing of, like, looking at this certain type of, like, really small organism... And how when it was in a different environment, it changed. Mm-hmm. So, like, the offspring of the original one changed into the other one and whatever. This makes no sense as I'm talking about it now because I saw this, like, probably a year or so ago. <laughs> but I just remember it because it's yeah. an interesting idea of how Manaphy and Fione works. Right. But so, some information on Zero Aura. Yeah, its distribution starts um, this Friday, October 19th. Um, get it. You can get it from GameStop for free. Just you get a little card with a code on it. Um, download it and get it through Mystery Gift. Um, its ability is Volt Absorb. It uh, it's number eight hundred and seven. Obviously, um, does it say what level? Yes, it comes in at level fifty. So oh boy. So it's solid solid level. Not too high, but not too low either. Um, and. It gives yeah. it a little room for growth. Yeah, it gives it some room for growth, so you're not screwed out of like EV training it if you're into that, which like is which can be kind of fun sometimes. But just like looking at it too, I feel like it's just gonna be a weird like physical focused electric type Pokemon. That's what people are suggesting. Yeah. Oh, it has its stat distribution. Okay. Um. So it looks actually like it's supposed to be like a mixed sweeper. Probably. So... It definitely looks like something that would have a high uh, kind of physical attack, though, just because right, of yeah, how it's, he's built. It's like a mixed sweeper. It's a base 112 attack, base 102 special attack, yeah, so he'll and base be 143 better with, speed. Like, yeah, so he's be, definitely a sweeper, meant to be a sweeper. Yeah, and he'll be good not with... not trash uh, defenses either, so... With Thunder Punch, then, because that's a mm-hmm. physical electric type move, but... And I guess Volt Tackle, if he can learn that, but I, I don't know he if can. he... Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if he can, because I thought that um, was, does like... Does it have moves? I don't know. Let me look. I can't remember if Volt Tackle was, like, exclusively to, like, Pikachu or, like, Pikachu clones. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. It has TM know. and... Oh, here we go, here we go. Um, maybe it can't learn Volt Tackle. Okay. It can learn, let's see, physical, electric-type moves, spark, Volt Switch, Thunder Punch, Wild Charge... Um, and then it looks like this is its um, its signature move called Plasma Fists. Oh so, boy! Oh boy! Yeah. Um, ooh, that's actually pretty good. One hundred base, one hundred power. It's a more 100% powerful Thunder accurate, Punch. Basically, yeah, a more powerful and oh no, Thunder Punch is one hundred percent accurate now. I didn't think it used to be, but or maybe I'm thinking of Thunder Fang. I don't remember. I don't know. Um, it can also learn. The only other notable move really it gets is Close Combat. Yeah. And it'll ha- it should have all those moves when it comes in because it learns Plasma Fist at forty three, and Close Combat at forty seven. Yeah, so it seems so, like it's a very physical Pokemon then. Mm-hmm. A little more physical based, but I mean it's 
It's physical attack and special attack are pretty similar. Well, because I think so, all the Electro-type moves it learned that you listed off were, like, all, all physical but, ones. It learns, um, where'd it go? Here it goes. Um, uh, that's by tutoring. Hold on, where'd it go? Here it goes. Um, yeah, all of the Electro-type moves it learns are physical except for Discharge at level 50. Yeah. And then so, it can probably get Thunderbolt and stuff through TM, but... Cool, so we have a physical electric type mm-hmm. for some reason and it's a mythical pokemon mm-hmm. some people have actually hacked it into the game and they're like yeah it's not stellar it it it's it's okay but it's not really stellar so i feel like it'll just end up i get it and it's just gonna live in my pokemon bank forever like i think that's how it tends to go with like mythical pokemon though, yeah. anyways because it's just kind of like they're there to help you complete the Pokédex because you can't get them mm-hmm. through other means. Yeah, they're basically for collectors and people, yeah, that want to complete. Yeah, get, have like a living a living Dex, which would be would be cool to like try and do. But like, yeah. I've missed so many distributions of stuff before, and like, I don't know. It'd be cool, yeah. but it would require a lot more work to start now, and I don't know if I'd want to do that, but. I've been collecting the like mythical Pokemon for a while, so yeah. I mean, I like just having them to have them because I have like mm-hmm. Marshadow and Deancey. I did. Mm. I cool. traded a um, what was it? Uh, uh, I can't remember the name of it now, but it was like Gen Five Genesect. Yeah, the legendary. Yeah, or, I don't know if it's legendary it's or mythical. mythical but... I'm pretty sure. But, like, I traded my Genesect in order to get an event Diancy, just because, like, I was like, I never used Genesect, so, like, Genesect is one of the Pokemon I don't have anymore, but it's also because, like, I didn't care much for Genesect anyways. Mm-hmm. But I have Diancy, Marshadow, a bunch of other mythical Pokemon. I have, man- like, two different Manaphys mm-hmm. from way back when the... Um, uh, Pokemon Ranger games were a thing because I think that's how I got two different Manaphy eggs. I think I have an old copy of Pokemon Ranger somewhere, or Pokemon or Shadows of Almia, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might see if I can redeem the Manaphy code for that because I don't know if I ever did, and I'm pretty sure I got it new. Yeah. So. Because I think also, like the, because you'd have to like download the quest from online. Because that's how I had to do it. Like, that's how I remember getting it. Because there were different, like, special quests you could get online for stuff. Mm -hmm. And the Manaphy ones were part of that. And, yeah. And I remember it was the first Pokemon Ranger in Shadows of Almia that could do it. Almia. Almia. Mm -hmm. I don't don't remember how it's pronounced. I think I I usually say it Almia. Yeah, Um, I mean, it's... (laughs) Anyways, moving on. Yeah, semantics, Um, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't think... What is it? The third one, Guardian Signs. I don't yeah. think you really get anything from Guardian Signs. Which also that one, uh, like oof. side note, that one it was good, but also like what a weird plot. Yeah, no, like, the plot they, was so wild in that one; it was ridiculous. Like, like I guess spoiler alert, but that game's been out for years now, yeah. and I don't know how many people actually played it. Like at least a decade, probably. Yeah, but maybe like, not quite that long, but still. But like at like towards the like climax of the series. The bad guys literally just destroy an entire island. Yeah. <laughs> like, the region is based... There's, like, several different islands. They're it's, like, all... loosely based on Hawaii before Alola was a thing. Well, and they're all named after, like, the, um... The solfege syllables. Yeah, the scale. Do, re, mi, fa, so. Do, re, so. mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. 
I don't know if it had all of them, but it had most yeah, of them. it had most of them, but they destroyed, like, Doe Island, and I was like, what the heck? Yeah, they, they destroyed They just killed one. all these Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, well, there were no people on it, but yeah, it was just completely inhabited by Pokemon, but it's like... They just straight up... It's just gone. It just, just doesn't exist anymore, and you're like, what the hell? Why is this a thing? Yeah. The one, one fun thing about that, too, was, like, getting to ride around on the back of Latios or Latios. That was cool, or, yeah. Or, like, you could capture, like, a Staraptor to ride around on it, mm-hmm. and I feel like they kind of took the idea from that and put it into Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Yep. Because that was so fun to do. I loved, like, just riding around on, like, just flying around on the back of a Pokemon. Like, that's mm-hmm. so fun. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that'll be fun in, like, the Pokemon Let's Go games, too. Not in the same way, because right. you're not, like, flying over the whole yeah. land. Right. From what I've seen. But, yeah. Yeah, that was, defi- that was definitely a really cool mechanic in... Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, because that was how you got, like, all of the post-game legendaries and stuff, too, from, like, a- other regions. Yeah. So, like, that was portals. really cool before. Yeah, they, they, it was, like, it was almost like Ultra Wormholes before Ultra Wormholes were a thing. Yeah. First, let's talk about parallel universes. Oh, God. <laughs> Gosh, Zach was trying to show me that video last night, and, like, I didn't even make it halfway through because I got bored. It's so, it's so ridiculous, and I love it. It was, it, it is pretty interesting, though, to mm-hmm. understand how half A presses work in right. Super Mario 64. <laughs> so, yeah, if, if, any, if, if anyone out there doesn't know what we're talking about, I don't blame you because it's a very small... It was a meme at it, some point. Well, it was, a, it was a smaller meme, though. It was a, yeah. a lesser meme, if that's a thing. But it's a video, I don't remember who, who made it on YouTube, but it's, um... The Watch for Rolling Rocks star in Mario 64 by use, with using half of an A-press. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so ridiculous and so over the top and so... Yeah. I find it genuinely hilarious that this dude, like, did all of this. But, like... Like, he went through such lengths to explain it. Yeah, because every little thing that he was... It's like, it's like speedrun type stuff, except it's not a speedrun because it takes, like... T- literal, literally 12 hours to do one part of it. Like, 12 mm-hmm. real-time hours. Um, but, like... It's, like, speedrun-style stuff where he's going through, like, how the game's code works and how it does... How the game does what it does and, like, yeah. what you're seeing isn't that's always... That's why I couldn't... It's so ridiculous and it's hilarious and like, I love it. That's why I couldn't keep going through it because I was just like... Oh. Oh, uh... I found it because I had to look into my YouTube history, and it's by Panin Coek twenty twelve. Yeah, so go check his... it out. It's it's gold. It's yeah, absolute gold. I didn't gold. even get halfway through the video because yeah, fair warning. Just... It's like twenty five minutes long though, <laughs> so it's like, like yeah, because he goes he explains, into such detail. Yeah, he explains a lot of different stuff, and I think he was talking about like how Mario could build speed in yeah. different ways, and that was the point where I was like, okay, I can't keep watching this because I have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, that's the part that takes literally 12 hours of real time to do. I just broke my pen. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> basically, basically Mario, there's a way you can get him stuck and build up speed. It's uh, it's the weirdest thing. Watch the video and you'll understand. But basically, it yeah, is... you have to build up speed to travel through alternate dimensions to get to where you want to go without having to press the A button. And like, it's so it's so ridiculous. Just I'd recommend it's, everyone go watch it if you have an extra twenty minutes, which I'm sure for a lot of people you don't. But it's twenty minutes well spent because it's absolutely hilarious. If you're at least if you're like a super nerd like I am, yeah. Because it is like I'll admit it is pretty fascinating to watch people explain how these things work. Oh yeah. It's just a matter of like. 
for a game that old that I didn't play that much, it's mm-hmm. hard for me to like get invested and stay interested. Because other games, and especially if you were watching it like late and you were tired, it, yeah. Like, you, like yeah. I, I like watching like glitch videos and oh, like seeing great, how yeah. people explain like overflow and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's like the very infamous, the infamous way to beat Ocarina of Time in like twenty four minutes. Yeah. By like backflipping through the There's... gate of the first boss and teleporting to the final area of the game. There like, was one I saw where it was how to get, like, a time of, like, z- like zero com- and for a completed game in, like, Pokemon Yellow. Oh, yeah, just overflow the clock kind of thing? Well, no, not even that. It was, oh. like, legitimately, like, a series of glitches so you could just get there. So you could just beat the game in less than a minute, essentially? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it, I love it's it. It's amazing. I need to find that now. Yeah, it kind of... I guess moving forward in discussions, this is kind of related, but uh, Luigi's Mansion on 3DS has come out recently. Yeah, I've been watching. Um, I've been watching PB and Jeff, Peanut Butter Gamer, and Space Hamster play um, the co-op version of it. And first of all, like, <laughs> I did not expect what they would. I did not expect them to do what they did with the second Luigi in the game. Mm-hmm. Because I thought, oh, it was just going to be like this, some kind of like astral projection of Luigi from another dimension. No, it's a Luigi made of goo that the future, the future Professor E. Gad sends back to them. And he's like, here, this can help you out. Can you help me test this thing? And it, his name is Gooigi. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very amusing. But that's, think... where, that's like where most of the amusement stops at that point because... Like it, it's assen- like watching them play it. It's essentially like just watching almost any other playthrough of Luigi's Mansion. Um, I know Peanut Butter Gamer said that like he almost felt like the graphics weren't much better than they were on the GameCube version right. of the game. And also, apparently in co-op, it's like super laggy, and there's some stuff where it's like, like why can't like uh, the Gooigi do certain things, or like. Um, like if Luigi's in the middle of an animation, like getting the uh, like getting a key, Luigi's animation just freezes. Hmm. And they're the last episode I watched of them playing it, they were going on like, oh, it's almost like he wasn't meant to be here. <laughs> like this is a single player game that they just put co-op in, and like right. they said it really doesn't feel finished because of how much the game will like stutter and drop frames. Ooh, and like. Thinking about that, because it's not just, like, a connection thing between 3DSs, because even, like, like Mario... Just performs Kart- badly on the 3DS kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, or, like, they just didn't optimize it well enough, oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, they, like, they talked about how, um, like, when they were playing Mario Party Top 100, that game itself just disconnected a lot, but oh, it God, ran fine was, otherwise. That game was bad, though. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like... Like, Mario Kart on the DS ran fine with, like, up to eight people on wireless together. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why is this game on the 3DS? A game that's, like, was it, like, 14 years old by now? It was the launch... I think it was a launch title for the GameCube. It was. So, like, older than that, like, 17 or something years old. Because the GameCube came out in, like, 2002... Yeah. 2002, 2003. Be like 16 years old by now. So yeah, 15, 16 years old. But yeah, like a game that old, like it's not running very well. 
yeah. on the 3DS with their remake just because of the co-op. And, well, like, I- Peanut Butter Gamer keeps joking in his videos. He's like, you know what? Console could have handled this. The Switch. The Switch. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and the weirdest thing to me that they did that was there's already a Luigi's Mansion 2 on the 3DS. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon was a thing. People just, like, it didn't sell well, I guess, or something? I guess. But, like, it's a it's a good game. It's solid. Like, I... I've seen it. I've seen it played, and I played a little bit of it. I don't have it. I kind of want to get it. Yeah. But like, I don't know why. I don't know how they could have screwed this up because they literally should have just used the engine from that game to build the Luigi's Mansion port, like the yeah. Luigi's Mansion One port, because Dark Moon runs like runs perfectly on the 3DS. There's no like but frame drop like issues. The and co-op is what they're talking about. But there's co-op in there's co-op in Dark Moon though. Oh. And it works. First off, it's up to four players, so more players. Mm-hmm. And instead of the stupid, like, Gooigi weird thing, it's just, like, essentially Smash Bros, like, alternate skins of Luigi. There's, like, do different you, color palettes on the on his shirt and stuff. Do you go through the stuff. whole mansion, though, too? There's a it? separate part. Well, Dark Moon actually has multiple mansions, quote-unquote, that you yeah. go through. They're smaller in scale than the one from the first game, but you, they're multiple levels, essentially. Um, but, I mean, it's the same core gameplay as the first one. Okay. Um, and yeah, and then like, the co-op is its own. It, it's called the Scare Scraper, um, which is ah. kind of an interesting name. So it's like a separate kind of thing where you go through like almost like dungeon floors, like doing okay. co-op solving puzzles and stuff. But it's like the co-op in that game is really good and really fun, and you can have up to four yeah. people instead of just two, and it works. And like you don't have disconnect issues and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's what surprised me that I that was hearing that it, like this one was not great because like like another thing why didn't they just build it off of that engine is that like <laughs> that already worked yeah another thing I think is that they were doing it to help promo Luigi's Mansion three I think because they were, they announced that they were remaking this game and then in the last Nintendo Direct they also announced Luigi's Mansion three which is going to come out but another thing I think of too is like. Why not release it on the Switch at that right. point? Because three is it is be an on H- the Switch, like. yeah, because it is an HD remake, and um, like Peanut Butter Gamer in his video had made like a good point of like he would want to be sold more on the Switch rather than on the 3DS, which technically the new 3DS is a different console itself, but the 3DS family in whole is like over six years old. And I do still love the 3DS, and mm-hmm. I love that, like, there are still games coming out for it. But another thing is, is that, like, it's kind of hard to keep... I think there, I think it's kind of hard to have hype for that as much, and also, like, keeping up stuff on the Switch. Yeah. Just because, like, um... It's like, like, so... I don't know. Like, it, it seems like there's just a lot going on currently with different things so it's like oh like that's neat i guess but also like you could do this like you could have done this in a different way like luigi's mansion could have come out on the switch because then Mm -hmm. also they wouldn't have to do anything on the bottom screen they wouldn't have had to made make something for that it could have been like also you could have just as easily done something like hey Give us virtual console on the Switch and put Luigi's Mansion on oh it. Oh my like, god, what a novel idea. Like I <laughs> Nintendo. feel I feel like there's just a lot going on with Nintendo lately yeah. cuz like like with the like NES thing for um like on like people who have the online uh the, like the Nintendo Switch online subscription 
like, sure, that's really, like, that's cool and you get a lot of games for whatever you pay, but also, like, you could, like, you could do so much more. Yeah. Like, I do th- I do kind of hope that Virtual Console comes back eventually so we have some Virtual Console stuff on Switch. Because the Switch has such because, potential for it. Like, yeah, and they are There's just so doing... much missed potential and so much money they could be making that they're not. Like, I think th- one thing that they're, like, they're focusing a lot on retro games because there are those... NES games through that app, but there are also, like, they have, like, arcade archives that they have now, which are on the Switch, that are, like, old mm-hmm. arcade games that you can buy and download, and also, like, um, better better or different versions of those NES games that are in the app, because there's, like, an Excite Bike one that has, like, it has more stuff in it right. than just what comes with the subscription one. So like they're do they're doing something, but I'm just not sure what is going on and how they'll keep moving forward with older games because yeah HD yeah. remakes are nice, but also I feel like, like having the older like having the older games is still nice. Yeah, it's cool because it's it's a it's a loss or not lost but like it was a time when a, not a lot of people played video games and a lot of people that have a Switch now and that play Nintendo games now maybe don't even know what the NES is or, like, knew, like, the roots of some of their favorite series, like Legend of Zelda yeah. and Mario Brothers and stuff like that. Or so it's cool like, to have, but it's, like, give like, a, like, come on, give us more Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's like, just like, it does give me a chance to play the first Legend of Zelda game, but also that was on the NES Classic right. that they released. So... The, and you like can, a lot and you of can people, still get those too. They're not discontinued like a lot of people seem to think. Like you can yeah, still get like those. Yeah, like people like I've seen some people talking about it and they're like they're like some like a lot of those games on it for some people they have it they have it on something else which they deem as like a better way to play it then. And it's kind of like why would I get like why would I da- like download this just to play games that I already have in some other form? Right. But like there are like it does seem like they are going to be continuously updating it because um, they put on new games just on the on October 10th. Um, it was just a three games, though. It was Solomon's Key, Super Dodgeball, and NES Open Tournament Golf. So, like, those games are going to be on there now. And I do appreciate being able to be able to, like, play Ice Climbers because I have I had never played it before. The only time I had known about those characters was through Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, part of me also kind of hopes that, like, maybe they'll eventually put on one, put in one of the older Fire Emblem games mm-hmm. to have it translated to English officially. Radiant Dawn, Path of Radiance. Yeah. Or even older, but I just want, I want an Ike game. That I can play and not spend three hundred dollars on. Yeah, because those ones were on the Wii, but like they could. Wait, do... they were? I thought they were on the GameCube. Well, there was one on the GameCube and one on the Wii. Oh. Um, but like, like you could put the original Fire Emblem game on there because, like, obviously they're not against putting in a longer RPG onto that because the Legend of Zelda is in it. Sure, mm-hmm. it doesn't have as much text and. Like, a lot, like, it's, I, from what I can tell, a lot of stuff is you, 
just kind of explore and see what's going on. Well, the thing with Zelda is it's only long if you don't know where to go. Yeah. If you know where to go and you know the route, you can beat it in like an hour and a half. Yeah. Like it's it's only super long if yeah. you don't if you're just exploring, but like yeah, like Whereas Fire Emblem is just long in general because there's just a lot of content. But. Yeah, there's a lot of content, a lot of strategy that goes into it, and all that other stuff. Yeah, so like, I don't know. And I kind of hope that they will expand from just like NES games into like possibly SNES and maybe like Nintendo 64 games mm-hmm. eventually just because why not? Right. Because uh, I feel like eventually they'll run out of games that people will be interested in to really play on the NES. Right. Like, even at the rate of, like, updating with a few games, like, every month or every other month, it's still, like, people are still going to want more. I mean, and even then, for most people, all the ones that they want, really wanted to play on the NES, they already have. Like, yeah. the original Super Mario Brothers, the original Legend of Zelda, um, like, Ice Climbers, and, like... Or, like, I have, I think... I think it was an SNES game, but like I have Super Super Mario World on my Nintendo 3DS. Yeah, that's an SNES. Yeah, so it's like I have that game on my 3DS already that I can mm-hmm. play, and like I've got a couple of Game Boy games on there. It's just Pokemon Yellow and Crystal, but it's like yeah. I still. Yeah, like I have Super Metroid, and um, I think that's actually the only SNES game I have, but like. It's already in a portable format that I can play anywhere. Yeah. So, like, the Switch is so much more powerful. I'm sure it can emulate at least N64 games. Yeah. Because, like, I do love the Switch, but it's also a console that is not necessarily optimal for taking everywhere. Because yeah. it's, it is bigger than the DS. Like, even when the DS is unfolded, it's not the same size. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's uh, it's more fragile to carry around just having the exposed screen that can't protect itself by, like, folding up like the DS can... Yeah. ...already is, like, eh. Like, the exposed screen, like, you could end up messing up the controllers, which is surprisingly very easy to do. Yeah. Like, on accident. And it's a common issue that people have had. And also, like, just taking it out in public to play. Like, I... Like, I don't know about other people, but, like, I would not feel as safe, like, taking my Switch out and playing it in public as I do my DS. Yeah. Just because, like... I don't know, like, the Switch is something that it's, like, it's more expensive and sought after now for for one thing, but also, like, it's also more of a hassle to kind of get it in and out of my bag rather than just, like, pulling out my DS. And mm-hmm. I can also put my DS in my pocket if I want to right. rather than just in my bag. So it's... Well, yeah, and I don't even carry, like, I'm a guy, so I don't carry a purse or a bag or anything. I can, yeah. I, just, I just don't. But, like, so even then, the Switch is hard for me to carry around without just carrying it literally yeah because like my 3ds i can fit in the pocket of my jeans relatively easily i might have to move my keys around or something but like i can fit it in my pocket my switch i can't do that because i need to have the case for it because like those the the um the control sticks are really wonky and really easy to throw off their center position Mm -hmm. which if that happens you have to send it to nintendo to fix which is a hassle yeah and well, it's like, so you need a case to carry from, it around, too, and it's like... Part of that, too, ugh. is from the case pushing on the also, control sticks. Yeah. So when I carry around my Switch now, like, I put the Switch itself into the case just so it's safe, but then I put my Joy-Cons into a separate pocket. 
So that's another thing is that like I can't even carry it around in the most convenient way possible by having it in the case Mm -hmm. because doing that has already messed up one of my Joy-Cons and it's already kind of messed with the Joy-Con I bought to replace it. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, the Switch is a good console, but also, like... It's great, but now that the I don't honeymoon wanna... period is worn off, we're seeing the, yeah, the like issues it's, with it. Like... It's still very much more of a home console. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't have to play it docked, which is really nice, because that's one thing I loved about, like, the being able to play on the Wii U gamepad, too, was that, like, my mom could watch a show and I could play my game on the gamepad rather than on the TV. And, like, same with the Switch. Like, I can keep... I can play my game and continue to play it if somebody else wants to use the TV or do something. But I don't really play it anywhere but my house or, like, if I'm taking it to a restaurant that I'm, like, sitting down at with people, then we can, like, play it on the table. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, sometimes it doesn't feel worth it to take it everywhere. I enjoy that it's so easy to take around because it's nice for, like, hey, you can... T- t- like how they like how they showed it in the commercial where it's like you can take it to your friend's house and play mm-hmm. it there or like just sit like sit somewhere in your house like lie down and play it somewhere like mm-hmm. that's very nice and convenient but it's not it's portable but not in the same way that the DS is and it doesn't have the same conveniences. Mhm. Yeah. Just a fun a story I thought of when you said like you can take it to your friend's house and play I remember last year for spring break, I went over to my friend Cordell's house. Um, shout out to Cor- shout out to Cordell. What's up, dude? I don't know if you're listening, um, <laughs> but I'll I'll sh- I'll send you the link later, bud. Um, he's not listening. I don't know why I said that, but um, that's not how podcasts work. But um, I went Maybe to his house for uh, for like one day over spring break, and he he knew what the switch was, but he had never seen one, and he had never seen Super Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And I bring that up because. He has a, an old SNES that he still plays, and he has Super Mario World. So we were he was playing Super Mario World, and I'm like, hey, bro, you want to see something that's pretty insane? And I pull out my Switch, and I'm playing Super Mario Odyssey. And I'm yeah. like, this is a couple decades of innovation between these two games. This is how far we've come. Yeah. And he's just like, that's so wild. Like, yeah. And I'm like, it like is kind of wild when you think about it. Like, It's still super fascinating. Because I also even, like, I still love playing Breath of the Wild, even though I've completed all the main stuff that mm-hmm. you can do. Like, even the DLC, I did the Champions Ballad. Right, same. Like, I haven't done the Sword Trial just because I'm bad that, at it. That's definitely but... not for everyone. Like, it took me, it took me the better part of an entire day to finish that because, like, it's... It's not easy, so it's not for everyone. I don't blame you on that one. Yeah. But Champions Ballad absolutely do that because it's more story based. Yeah. And all like that was it was so good. Oh, like, the, just Champions the Champions Ballad is so Ballad good. In it, general. Adds, it adds a lot of like humanity, even though they're not all humans, and a lot of humanity to all the characters, and you you relate more to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just all the champions and stuff. And so. then I also really like the um, what is it like the the master cycle. That yeah. is so fun to ride around it's on. So My crazy. only like there's only like one nitpick thing I have with it, and it's the fact that it goes so fast that sometimes the game has to stop yeah. and like load in other stuff because it's literally the fastest thing. Like mm-hmm. you are just you are in this like medieval land. With like a this motorcycle. Renaissance land with a motorcycle. This post apocalyptic Renaissance land with a motorcycle. Yeah, like, like what? Sure, <laughs> like sure, the the like the other uh divine beasts that's 
that's something. <laughs> and so are the so are the like Sheikah Slate and uh, Guardians. But like the Master Cycle, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I love it. It yeah, but I don't it know, just it's goes weird. so fast sometimes too. I also love that it has a headlight. Yep. Like that's the most. That's one of the most amusing things to mm-hmm. me. It's so it's so fun to ride around on though. Like that thing is because it gets great. so dark at night that you need a light to see. Like yeah, like I didn't <laughs> even so notice great. it at first until like one time I was just riding around and I saw that it had a headlight on it. I was like, "Are you kidding me? This is amazing." <laughs> yep. And like it's like I have fun just riding that around everywhere. Like I yeah. had fun just riding the horses around, but riding the master cycle around is even more fun because also I can. Get it into more ridiculous places. Oh, yeah. So that's fun. Can you take it into the desert? I don't know if I've ever no, tried. No, you can't. Okay, because I knew you couldn't Sadly. take horses to the desert, but I didn't know if you could take it to the desert. Yeah, no, you can take it anywhere you can take a horse. Okay. Because also, I've had many shenanigans where I've, like, flung myself off the ma- master cycle. Oh, yeah. Just from <laughs> doing something stupid. Just or, like, one off, time I rode it right mountain. into the water. <laughs> and it disappeared. I was like, "Oh no! What have I done? What have I done?" Um, it's a, it's fine. Just resummon it because it's a rune, so you can do it yeah. literally anywhere. So it's it's great. Um, Arguably more convenient than even a horse with the ancient saddle on it. Like yeah, I mean, you do like. I guess technically the ancient saddle is a little more convenient solely for the fact that you don't have to like switch over to it. Like, you can yeah. just hit the thing to summon the horse any time. Yeah, true. But you have to, like, switch what rune you're using for the mm-hmm. Master Cycle. But it's still fun. Um, yeah, I think the last thing we can talk about now is just Super Mario Party. Yeah. To, like, I haven't played it at all since it came out. I haven't played it either, but I definitely want it from watching other people play it. Because oh, yeah. I've been watching... I watched on... Um, like Peanut Butter Gamer's channel, he, they played a game because um, it was Peanut Butter Gamer, uh, Jeff Space Hamster, um, Shane from Did You Know Gaming, and Pro Jared, and they're, mm-hmm. like they're all playing it together. So a bunch of normal and, boots guys. Yeah, so I watched them play it on Peanut Butter Gamer's channel, and now I've been watching them play another game on Pro Jared's channel. I've watched the Game Grumps play it, and they. It, that one's yeah. funny. I'm like, it just looks so fun. <laughs> it like, does. I, it it looks like a good Mario Party they f- game. They finally fixed Mario Party. <laughs> yeah, because like even the uh, like the partner system seems like a lot of fun. And like since the the um, like maps, like the boards are not huge, but there's still like a lot going on on them. So it makes it fun to go around it multiple times. And then on each. Uh, map each board there's like different kinds of events that you can like like you can land on event spaces and do Mm -hmm. different stuff like and all the boards have their own different things Mm -hmm. hidden blocks are back but they have a fun yeah but they have a roulette wheel oh so there's like a small space where like you can get a star presumably Mm -hmm. and then everything else is coins oh that, that, but, that, that doesn't sound as fun. But like It was stars, always great screaming at your friends as you got a hidden block star and win the game. He was like, yes! But also, like, stars, this time in Super Mario Party, they're only ten coins each. And you can also buy an item that warps you right before the star. So, like, in the current... Oh, yeah, that's... In the older Mario Party games, yeah. you could do that, where it would literally just take you to the star. Yeah, and you can still steal stars and stuff too. It seems like they they went back to form back when to when Mario Party was like really good. So like about three through like 
six. Yeah. Three through six or seven when Mario Party... That's when a lot of people agree that Mario Party was, like, really good, and so... Yeah, and then there was also, um... Like, the, the, ga- the game that I've been watching them all play now on Pro Jared's channel, they have, like... It's a really high star game, because I think... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember who has how many stars, but there's one person with four stars, one person with three stars, and one person with two stars. Wow. So... You never I, saw that in the older ones. Right? It was like, if you had three, you were like guaranteed to win the game yeah. right there. And there like, are also like the secret stars at the end of the game that like people mm-hmm. can get awarded. But like with high star games like that, it makes it harder for like someone to just come up from the end and right, like yeah. take over and win. Um, that was a lot of my strategy I think, when I played was the old ones was not necessarily go for the stars, but go for like the bonus stars. Yeah, so like bonus stars. get a bunch of coins and like win a bunch of mini games and stuff. Yeah. Because I think also with the bonus stars, it, do, it does, like, two for each game. Like, uh, in watching their, the playthroughs online, like, presumably it's, like, so far from what I've seen, like, they pick, like, two random, like, two random stats get picked, and those are what the bonus stars are. Because there wasn't a coin star when they played it, but there was, like, um, like a bad luck star mm-hmm. for someone who ended up on the bad luck spaces a bunch and right. um i think it was like a mini game star too but yeah so that's fun stuff i definitely want to get the game eventually mm-hmm. i gotta i gotta get uh let's go eevee first though because i've been putting money towards that mm-hmm. <laughs> more and more um so i gotta get that like paid for first and then i can eventually get super mario party because that also looks like a lot of fun to play and because also i think you exclusively play with like just one joy con but it looks like the way it works it looks fun like even the motion control games look pretty fun there are some that have to deal that deal with the hd rumble which like i've heard that like those aren't as great Mm. but they still they still look good. It looks like a fun Mario Party game that, like, I would definitely want to sit down and play with my friends. And, like, even when you're picking how many turns are, uh, at, like, before a game starts, like, it gives you an approximate of, like, how much time it'll take. So you know how oh, long you're cool. going to be sitting there yeah. playing a game. That's cool, so, yeah. Yeah, like... It's just good. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a good Mario Party, and if I do get it, it will be the only Mario Party game I actually own, because <laughs> I don't own any. <laughs> I, I have played them before. I have four or five. I don't know which one. It's either Mario Party 4 or Mario Party 5 for my GameCube, nice. and then I have the DS version somewhere. I don't know where it went, but I have it. I know that. Yeah. But that's it. <laughs> the only multiplayer games I have are, like... I have uh, Mario Kart on my Wii U, mm-hmm. and um, on my Switch I have Puyo Puyo Tetris and Mario Tennis. Because once it like with the Switch, it just seems like they're making good like uh, spin-off Mario games again. Oh yeah. Because people are like, oh, they finally made a good Mario Tennis game again. Mario Tennis is good. And like, now they've made Mario another... Mario Party's good. Yeah, they made Mario Party good again. Just, yes. Yes. <laughs> They're doing good. Welcome back, Nintendo. You've been missed. Or at least the spin-off games of Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Like, they've just been doing good with the Switch in general. Yeah, games they have. Wise. 
it's just not as portable as yeah. they'd like it to be. It's just it not a, hardware wise. It's has some issues, but games wise, top notch Nintendo. Keep it up. It's amazing. All right, I think we have gone on for long enough. I we're, think so too. <laughs> we're starting to come up close to like fifty minutes here, Good Lord. which. Did not plan for that. Nope. This was planned to be about 20 minutes, but we just talk a lot. Yes, this is true. So yeah, do you have anything else you want to you wanna say there, Tommy? Uh, no, I think we've covered everything. <laughs> All right, I was literally cool. running through my mind. I was like, okay, Mario Party Pokemon, uh, what else was there? <laughs> All right, well, yeah, we, had, we have fun recording. We do. <laughs> we just... It's essentially us just rambling on, so it's a good time. Yep. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. This has been Nerd Talk Plus, and we'll see y'all somewhere out on the internet. Nerd Talk Plus.